So Susu sent me a submission for Bear News. Yeah. Uh, like a week ago, and I needed to get my New York Times subscription in order, and so I could so I could read it without hitting a paywall. and i was like super excited to read it because it was this article about like bear rescue like rescuing cubs because if like something happens to the mama bear like a lot of times the orphan cubs will either um not survive because of nature or like they will be euthanized on site because they definitely won't survive in nature Mm -hmm. Um, or they'll get rehomed to a zoo, and there's not a ton of of rescue operations. And this was profiling one experimental rescue operation that was looking to like work with the cubs so they could be successfully re released into the wild. And I was really excited because I'm like, oh, cool! It's going to be this feel good story about like saving bears and helping the cubs be like real bears. And I should have known because it's not like the New York Times is like known for their feel good stories. Okay. But it it got real dark. Like it was ultimately good. Like they're making progress, but it was pretty dark and bleak for a good bit of it. Uh huh. And I had to like text my mom and be like, "Mom, bear news." Is exclusively happy bear news. Like we're According not... to India, Susu, I'd like to clarify, you can send any anti-bear news right towards me. No. <laughs> like, I, I don't think the purpose of this podcast should be to drag anybody down. So uh, all of our bear news will be happy, joyous bear news. And, <laughs> and she was like, oh, okay, cool. I got it now. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I will immediately be suspicious of any and all New York Times submissions. Damn you, New York Times. Other than the one we're going to talk about later today. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. I got it, I got it. Cool, 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 Happy Sweet. bears only, yeah. no sad bears. No sad bears. What would you say is the happiest kind of bear, John? Right now, I think sun bear. He's got some pretty good stuff going on. Uh, sun bears in general or like that specific sun dude, bear that we talked about last week? The dude we talked about. No, I mean animals. Oh, drop bears because they murder and murdering's fun. <sighs> so much for our feel-good bear content. <laughs> I think it's a panda bear because oh. they just do whatever makes them happy and they have like teams of people who cater to them and their every need and like yeah, they're just so squishy. I like so the I pretty, uh, the videos happy. where there's like some, it's like a zoo in China and the zookeeper is trying to like clean up their cage. And, oh, and they keep getting into everything. Yeah. And the person's just like, God damn it, Susu. Not Susu. Um, <laughs> that sounds like a bear name, actually. How now dare that I think keep, about no, it? Like a cute bear name. Don't scold my mother. It would be. Yeah, really no, I'm sorry. It's like, they're just like, God damn it, Jim Jam. Stop it. No, I agree with you. I think Susu's a really cute panda name. Right? Isn't it? Is wouldn't it? Yeah. Like, when you consider Mom, other if bear I ever names, get a chance to name a panda, panda bear, panda it's, it's going to be Susu. Yeah. It just has like, to be. Dang. It's like it's like it's just like how like Bodie McBoatface is a great name for an icebreaker. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Let's equate those two. It's just natural. Love it. Well. I do have some bear news for us later okay, on. Cool. So I feel like you should just go ahead and sing the song right, so we can fine. hurry up and get What's to it. About it. Jeez Louise, here we go. Bam, 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 bam. 
Welcome to 10 Tense Podcast, where we talk tense and make little sense. I'm your host, India Monroe, and this is my in-demand co-host, John Burkhardt. Hi, John. Yeah, you gotta pay a fee to see me. Do you? Like, like that kind of in-demand? Like pay-per-view? No, I was just really proud of you because like people want to talk to you about stuff. So. Oh, yeah. I know a thing or two yeah. about, you know, something or else. About general things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ask me a question. I'll tell you something. Yeah. No guarantees. Well, I mean, I already asked you what kind of bear was the happiest, and you didn't even give me an actual bear. I mean, you know, there's other bears <laughs> out there. So many bears. Um, so, I guess, John, we can just get right to it. What are you drinking today? Okay, so um, I have two options. You haven't chosen one, or you're drinking two different cho- things? No, I haven't chosen um, okay. I have a red hard apple peach cider, I guess. Wow. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Be judging. I look. I love. I love a hard cider, right? And I love peaches, but something about that makes it sound like it's going to taste like alcoholic peach rings. You know. Sweet. I'm down. Which I'm not like generally opposed to, but at the same time, I'm just like, is this going to like? hurt your teeth as you drink it oh okay fair enough um the other one is i still have this um little box of black box pinot noir which i've done before but it's been a really long time so it might be interesting to see if i score um, it differently i am more curious about this peach ring cider all right so. fine let's uh have at let it. me give it a little open open or is it a twisty twist is it i think so yep oh it's kind of <laughs> sharp. Mm, I don't want to ruin my Aww. new polo. Use my undershirt. Ingenuity. Yeah. Okay. Um, tastes like peaches. It's pretty. It's pretty straightforward. Is it like super sweet? No, not super sweet. Like mildly sweet. Okay. Um, has a good. Um. Oh, you know what? If I drink, like, you know what? Actually, it probably is kind of a bit too sweet. I couldn't drink these like I drink claws. This would be like, um, you remember how um, Smirnoffs were a big thing in high Ew. school? Yeah, and they just like burned holes through people's yeah. stomachs. Yeah, if you Gross. if you drink like four of them too quick, you would just die. Oh no, I could never make it past one and a half before I was like, this is too acidic. I cannot drink this anymore. Yeah, because like this kind of has that going for you went it. to for a while. Like if they didn't have like jungle juice on hand, which is also deadly. Sure. Um, they would be like, well, we've got beer over here, and if you don't like beer, we actually have a whole like cooler full of Smirnoffs Sweet. over there. And I'm just sitting there like, God, does anyone have any Maker's Mark? Like, what is the deal? And so that's that's what that's you have to that's up in the people. rumpus room. No, like you have to make friends with specific brothers that you know will have the liquor that you're looking for. Yeah. Um, Which I did. I'm going to give this a four. Wow. Pretty. Yeah, I love how decisive you're getting with your ratings. <laughs> well, some of them um, are just I'm, like super straightforward and there's not a lot going on in them. And so it's just like, I don't really need to give it a whole lot of thought. Um, and other sure, ones are sure, like, sure. they have more going on. So like, I, I. I recognize that I need to take some time to actually kind of analyze it more. But, like, this one, like, yeah, it's just. So, I am not going to do a full review for obvious reasons. But um, I 
did pick up because I stumbled upon it and I thought, hey, this is just too perfect to not do. I did stumble upon a can of the 14 Hands Winery Unicorn Rosé Bubbles that John reviewed forever ago. And, you know, I loves me some whimsy, so I picked it up. (laughs) What I think is really funny is, John, like, I don't remember if this is the first 14 Hands that you reviewed, but you were like, is that a big horse? And, like, literally on the side of the can, they talk about 14 Hands and that measurement. And it says... The title is The Measure of Great Wine. It See, says, I had a like, different can. Whatever. It <laughs> says, like the untamed horses of the Columbia Valley that stand a modest 14 hands in height, our wild and wonderful wine packs a lot of character into a mere 750, 300, oh my God, numbers are hard, y'all, mm-hmm. 375 milliliter can. And I feel like if you had just read that, John, it would have saved us the trouble of asking Susu if 14 hands is big for a horse and her being like, lol, no. That's My really can had different information on it. So wait, did your can have this really adorable unicorn on it, though? No, that's new. Oh, I feel so bad for you. That's such a cute unicorn. Yeah, that's a lot better. That's so, much better. Yeah, I guess they did just have new packaging. You know what probably happened? Hmm. They listened to us. You know what? I'm going to choose to believe that, too, that they were mm-hmm. like, oh, mm-hmm. man, if it's not mm-hmm. obvious mm-hmm. that 14 hands is a really small horse, mm-hmm. we should probably let people know. There's probably somebody on their marketing team that's been talking about it for, like, years that's just like, dude, people don't understand this. We need to make it clear. And everybody's like, whatever, shut up, nerd. And then we published our episode, and they listened, and they're like, see? Evidence. Evidence. We need to adjust our marketing strategy. So, yeah, I got this to try it, and it was definitely on sale at HEB. So I was super happy about that. And? I don't know. Give it a smiley face. Who cares? God damn it. (laughs) It doesn't work for our numeric numeric system. I don't care, John. That's the best I can do since I still can't taste anything. But it has a unicorn on it, and it makes me happy, so give it a smiley face. Oh, my God. We're already at... You know, our drink ratings move way faster than our our episode numbers. Yeah, because you because we <laughs> test out what sometimes we test out two an episode. Sometimes you test out multiples. Yeah, like, well, we're at if seventy. If we have a now. guest, then we have a lot. Yeah, that's pretty cool. We're like you know, developing I, I our own. I think we're going to be like powerhouses in drink reviews. Yeah, we're developing our own our own database. It's kind of neat. Yep, I'm going to get I, us on Cellar Tracker so we can taste, uh, or we can keep track of our tasting notes. People are going to be like, this account doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> I'm stoked, so we'll see. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> so this dude, Brandon Brooks, 77, uh, posted Ooh, a I TikTok. can't hear you because the music's so loud. We'll hit mute on it. Um, I love this. Doesn't. It is uh, a, I guess, a video panning about somebody's tent setup, and it is set to the tune of Taking Care of Business, which, I don't know, the artist escapes me, but nobody cares. And um, <laughs> it Jeez. pans across this tent, 
like a pretty sizable tent and then has a canopy attached to it. And then they go into the tent and the tent has this super cute bar, which I assume is not for bar classes. It's probably for some other purpose than specifically bar class. But I love it because it also has this little like tiny TV in one of the upper corners of the canopy. So you don't have to miss any of the Olympics if that's what they were doing or football if that's what you're going to be doing later on. Are you are you talking about the PVC pipe? Yeah, what's that for? Look at the beginning of the video. Oh, what is it? Is it air conditioning? Yeah, they're pumping air in. Oh, that's so clever. You're right. Yeah, it's pretty neat. It's a pretty, that's pretty smart. It's a, it's a pretty clever idea. So they're pumping air in from this like... Is it bad that I looked at that thing and my first thought was like, why do they have a turbo out there? No, I can dig it. You know what every every tent needs? A turbo. Yeah, you know, (laughs) if we could have turbo tents, I think that would be That'd be sick, dude. So that's cool. I didn't put two and two together there, but yeah. So I guess it has air pumping through, which is, I would camp in this. Yeah, I like it. It's kind of, it's pretty clever. It looks like it's just literally in someone's backyard, which... I love the convenience of being able to like actually go well, into I, a house and use a proper bathroom and have a real kitchen. I think they just they're they're setting this all up and figuring it out. Is what's no, going I on. think that's where they're camping, John. Oh, okay, India. Look, and they have close proximity to the trash cans, so the they odds that they're going to see trash pandas are high, and I respect that. Fair enough. Yeah, but yeah, it's kind of a neat little idea. I'd be really interested to learn more about this pipe setup. I don't know if it's hooked up to water to be a mister or not but i think it's primarily air Ooh, i think if you have a mister going in like in the a tent would be bad like that, outside like, the tent that would, would be nice be real swampy and i'm not down for that yeah i agree with you so i think it's rad though i mean what an excellent use of a tent and an easy up right and then building this in is, your own air conditioning and setting up a tv sweet this is how you camp with an easy up that's accurate yeah i think that's the best way to camp with an with an easy up i also think this is an excellent way to tailgate so we're coming up on tailgating season and we are pumped oh man if you know people weren't melting each other's faces off doing some tailgating in-person reviews with people would be pretty tight that would be true yeah because like Cajun, cajun fields are right around the corner from me See, we needed to not be like the middle of a pandemic so we can go get premium tent content at tailgates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I bet they all know really great ways to cook a hot dog. Yeah, they probably do. Well, if I go, if I'm doing any kind of talking about cooking in Louisiana, we're talking about some way different stuff. It'll be much better content. <laughs> Fair there's enough. there's anyway. a um, there's a black pot festival later this year. Like cast around, iron. Yeah. Um, around i think it's on lafayette i might end up going and checking out sweet do it yeah so that'll i'm gonna wear my my stuff i'm gonna set up a mobile recording rig and i'm <gasps> just gonna walk up to people yes. and be like hey i'm with 10 tents podcast and we really you know derp 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 and use what i can to like try and get a bunch of free meals do it and give out stickers and just Ooh, say it like we're an yeah, established yeah, yeah. awesome podcast mm-hmm. that has more than several dozen listeners we have and dozens 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 and see how far you get. I think yeah. this is a brilliant plan. Thank you. Okay. So that's going to awesome. be something I want to try. Well, good submission. I think that's a pretty rad tent. Thanks. Um, I personally am super into this new hot dog post that you have. 
<laughs> yeah. So there's a new uh, there's a new element to the hot dog meta. I I love that this has become a recurring theme. Yeah, I really do. It I makes know, me really happy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know there was so much going on in hot dogs. So let me try to explain this. Um, somebody's taking what is pretty much baguettes. Um, and so it's panini ta- bread. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's not panini it? bread. It's I'm pretty sure it's baguettes. Um. They're hollowing it out like we've talked about in the Swiss method, but instead of one hole, it's two holes uh, side by side. And then they put it in a panini press to like warm up the bread. So it's like the Swiss method, uh, but instead of having like the instead of being heated from the inside, it's getting paninied from the outside to warm up the bread. Well, wait, so yeah, so that's true for the bread. Yes, and I guess John, it looks like a really soft baguette. Like it's not like a like a like a crispy sort of outside baguette. It's a very yeah. soft baguette. Yes. Um, and so then they have the hot dogs in the background on that like heating heated a rollers. Roller. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But so yeah, they they hollow out two holes. Um. In the baguette, then they press it in a panini press, and then they they fill the holes with condiments. So like uh, ketchup and mayonnaise, I think is what they're using. And then yeah. they take the hot dogs from the rollers and stuff two hot dogs, one in each indentation, and then they put the whole thing back in the panini press. Mm-hmm. And John, I think this thing is genius. We need this. It is. Have you looked at this profile? Two hot dogs, John. Two hot dogs. Oh, it is two hot dogs. But have you looked at this profile? No. It's the profile on TikTok is crazy underscore French dog. And um, I'm sold already. They also have uh, what they call the Jewish dog. I don't know. Um, but it's more similar to the Swiss method of a smaller baguette bread and a hmm. single dog. Um, interesting. I you know like looking through their content, it's really interesting. And like, part of me wants to like reach out and be like, "Can we interview you guys and like talk about what you're doing?" Yeah, can you tell where they are? Um. Uh, well, so some of the like the the Jewish dog has, I think, a Hebrew writing. And then the hashtags. So I don't know if they're if they're in the U.S. or not. Most of it, I think, is in is in English. Well, no, some of them are strictly in. I think that's Hebrew. I might be wrong. I don't know what like Israel and like those countries. Like if that is it, Hebrew language or writing. I don't know. Maybe Jay can help us out. I don't know how that. You know, I'm not worldly. Enough. So a lot of them <laughs> do use a foreign language, but then others use English. So it's like, well, and it's hot dogs. So I don't know. We should maybe we should look into it. And yeah, see, I should look at the comments like. and see how they're talking. Because I mean, if, if I were talk. an international brand, I would probably want to be able to post things in English just so I could appeal to the widest audience yeah. possible. That's what I'm saying. Either way, I think it's just like a small stand. The mm-hmm. I'll post it on the. Um, the uh instagrams so you can see do, what we're talking about this is some cool like i i it's wish i knew where in austin i could get hot dogs like this like there's some pretty choice hot dogs in austin but i need to know where these are because i yeah. need to try them 
Yeah, I don't I know. I've got a panini press. Maybe I just do this on my own. Yeah, I mean, I did the the Swiss method. Yeah, but it's never as good when you do it on your own, though. Like, wow, okay. Homemade is never like when you're like a pro and you do this all the time. It's a hot like, dog, though. How dare we're not talking about cooking it's steaks. Never just a hot dog. Meh, 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 meh. <laughs> Ugh. So I see you got a new submission for yeah. is, is it, it a, tent? a tent? Yep, I do. And I'm looking at it right now. Maybe you should describe this. Um. So this is a this like blow up thing that like you can hook up to a box fan. It's like a bouncy house, but not a bouncy house. Yeah, it, like, I don't think it has a floor. The same way. We've talked about tents that inflate this way, though. Have we? Yeah, we've definitely talked oh. about tents that inflate using a box fan, and we priced them out, and we're like, we could get two of these, and like, definitely have a great time with pretty minimal investment. Did we say it was a tent or not? Uh, I think I said it was a tent. How do you get in and out of it? Is my question. There's a hatch. Okay, I think it's a tent. I think it counts. I agree. It's a tent. Did you just throw your cat? Eh, toss. Paws were down, so he's fine. Just kind of lobbed him. That's fine. Paws are down. He's fine. He landed. (laughs) It was like four feet at most. Yeah, I think this is, uh, you know, I buy into this. I think it's a tent. I mean, if we called the last thing a tent, then this is a tent. Well, the last thing was objectively a tent. You're no, it wasn't. Yes, it was. It needed a Everyone whole frame. It needed you. a permanent Everyone trailer. To, I don't, because I don't think that people the trailer really... trailer is not essential to the tent. You're it was. No, no, it, it was. No, it was. You're just no, 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 no. See, that's the thing is that you guys didn't take the time to actually look at what was going on. Yes, we did. The whole footwell area. Blair was even like, I, yeah, Blair ha- I have it. seen this. It is definitely a tent. No, I am familiar with this actual product. It's a tent. Look, hear me out. Hear me up, okay? If you took the canvas section off of the trailer, okay? Are you following? I I understand no, your point. No, here. No, no, I no, just no, no. acknowledge me, that it's wrong. Let me go through this. You, you take, have been through. You take the canvas part off the trailer. You cannot set that canvas on the ground and it maintain its shape. Yes, you can. No, there's a footwell The structure, the structure is all... That you're being such a baby about this. No, I'm not. It's a tent. Get no. over it. It's a tent. It's for realsies a tent. Let it go. Y'all are so full of it. You were the only person that says this is not a tent. You're the only person. It's not a tent. Not a tent. I'll maintain. It's a tent. I'll take it's it to the grave. It's a, tent. it's a tent just like this thing with the box fan is a tent. Well, if the tent. rules are, you know, it's just like the 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 um, CRB. We just make things up as we go along. Whatever, it doesn't. This thing is awesome. It looks like a flying <laughs> saucer. And if it compares to the other tent that we've seen that also attaches to a box fan, it's probably not that expensive. Yeah, bro. So. It doesn't look that if that you were ever going to have a space-themed party or sleepover or really anything, this is definitely worth a look. Yeah. And I, what I really love is the point that they make is that all you need is a box fan and it doesn't have any of those, quote, annoying poles. Ugh, the worst. Right? They take forever and it's so frustrating. So, <laughs> so love this. Have you ever yes, set up a tent? A tent. Yes, you and I set up a tent together, oh, and I even told did. you about the like twelve-person tent I had to set up by myself sure when whatever. I was heading up our present at our presence at Relay for Life in college. 
Okay, so, fair enough, fine. How dare you, John? Do you know how hard it is for a 5-4 human being to set up a 12-person tent? Sure. I mean, I did by stuff herself, when I was a kid. It's real hard. So I, I was in Boy Scouts and Cub Scouts. I hate you. Nah. Okay, so moving on to a dozen submissions. John, were any of the previous TikToks that we just discussed, were they dozen submissions? I don't think so. I think those are all things I found. If not, please let us know and I'll I'll credit you. Um, yeah. Cool, doesn't John saying he doesn't need you and you should take note of no, that. No, no, I need you. I just won't credit you. <laughs> you know, there's a difference. There's a nuance. So here is a submission that I got from one of our dozen. It is a, um, I don't know if you guys know about this, but uh, the New York Times has a column uh, called Wire Cutter where they review different products, I guess, for people's uh, use, be it, be it specifically or like generally. Um, anyway, like if you want to find a good product to use, Wire Cutter is a pretty good source, I think, personally. Um, but this is the New York Times list of best camping chairs, and they first published it in like 2016, but they recently updated it and Ooh. republished it for, uh, the, I think it's within the last couple of weeks, I think. So, um, and we're only going to talk about the three, three of the chairs since one of them is out of stock everywhere mm. and the other one is just absolutely absurd. Thanks, it was Biden. Like, that's why that's why we don't have it in sock. It's all that's fault. Shut up, you're the worst. <laughs> he shut the down other the other one the other one was just absolutely ridiculous. It was a stupid expensive basic chair and like one of the lines in the New York Times review was literally like, Yeah, this is a really good option if you're gonna like, you know, carry everything on your back for a really long hike or you're just gonna trek through Central Park. And I'm like, Wow guys, way to not be accessible here. So <laughs> And I kind of hope that they were being a little tongue-in-cheek about it. Um, so we'll see. But so uh, another thing about that this article and this collection of reviews that I really appreciate is that they, like every article that we talk about that reviews things or, or a collection of items always links back to where you can buy it because that's how websites make their money. Sure. But Wirecutter is really interesting because oh, are they using where- affiliated links? They are, but what okay. I think is really cool is that they actually list several links yeah. to things. So they'll say like, hey, at REI, it is this much. Mm-hmm. At Walmart, it is this much. At Amazon, it is this much. So you can see like where there are significant price differences and you can actually choose the last one, like the lowest one if sure. you want. So I think that's really interesting because so often you just see one link to one product. And like if you wanted to shop around for a price on that particular thing, you'd have to do it on your own. But Wirecutter seems to try to do some of that for you. Cool. So good on them. So uh, starting off with the number one pick, it is the New York Times pick, is the Coleman chair with a cooler attached. And uh, their review specifically states, quote, Every big box and outdoor equipment store sells camp chairs that have a similar design to the Coleman oversized quad chair with cooler. But after three group camping trips and six months of regular backyard use, we concluded that the Coleman chair is far more durable than the cheapest chairs of this design. And is also more comfortable and functional than similar chairs that cost over twice as much. Good note. Uh, With ample storage for beverages, always important dozen. A wide seat that testers of all sizes appreciated, way to be inclusive, 
And an affordable price, this is the Ford F-150, yikes, of camp chairs, big, tough, and widely beloved. So I generally disagree with the assertion that F-150s are widely beloved, but um, are beloved if you're fussy about that. Do you, do you know how many they sell? How many of them sell? Yeah. How like many F-150 sell or how many? No, I get that. But they, just because they, they sell I, I think they're just saying the half ton truck. But sure. John, they could have said do you know Chevy many, 1500. Do you know how many Crocs, like pairs of Crocs have sold? Does that make them good? No. <laughs> oh, so you're saying you're a three quarter ton or more kind of gal. No, I just. Like F-250 yeah, or better. Go home. Ew, no, I just generally don't think that if you're going to talk about great trucks, I don't necessarily think that the automatic best truck. Anyway, that's another <laughs> argument that we need to have. But so um, I thought this was really cool because when I first saw this pop up, I was like, oh, it's another Coleman chair. Who cares? And that just shows how jaded this podcast has made me about camping equipment. <laughs> but the built-in cooler, I think, is... Um, really a huge selling point here because john you love to booze while camping i do you do and you know i like to booze in general and especially if you're gonna like keep me outdoors for a while like i i would like to be a little altered for that yeah so i mean having access to cool beverages it is, is pretty rad I'll essential yeah so um i really appreciated this and it's really not a crazy expensive uh, choice either right so i think one of the things that they listed was walmart which doesn't from an ethics standpoint i really can't endorse a company like walmart but like i think that was the best price listed and i use rakuten so i get cash back on walmart purchases so you use what? uh they, rakuten what's that Oh my god, it's like free money for shopping online. It's great. You gotta use it. Is is it like the their price matcher thing that they used to do? You nope. Scan they receipt? literally just nope. They literally like it's a plug in. You get money. It, we're not doing an ad for Rakuten right now. <laughs> yeah, but I want I want money. Yeah, I know you should be using Rakuten if you shop online a lot. Okay, I don't know what that is. Ra- okay, Ra- well, I'll invite you and you'll get thirty dollars off your like. In addition to anyway, I'll, we will talk on the offline about this. Please cut <laughs> this from the episode because they're not. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want, dude. You could give your invite code to all our listeners. I fair enough. Doesn't yeah? you should reach out if you need so, a Rakuten. Wait, Rakuten? <laughs> what are you saying? R A K U T E N. Rakuten. Okay. If you want the hookup. Um, hit us up. India will give you a, um, a <laughs> which a, like, a, like promo I, code. I should, if you're actually going to keep this in the episode, Tori's yeah. the one who hooked me up with her original code. No, 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 so no, no, like, no. we don't care about her. It's you. I care about you, Tori. I love you. Um, so, <laughs> um, it's pretty great. Like if you shop online anyway, like I, I got Susu turned on to it too. Cause like my parents do a lot of online shopping cause it's so easy. And like Rakuten's so, so great. Cause like literally for just shopping, you just, you get cash back. It's amazing. Anyway, so <laughs> Jesus, for a forty-two dollar uh, camping chair, I could get six percent cash back on it. Whoa! I know. Um, <laughs> but I think it's kind of an interesting choice. The New York Times picked that one as opposed to a chair that has like all the bells and whistles 
uh, but is not necessarily the best chair. But this one has a built-in cup holder, which I also love a cup, a cup holder. So Hell good yeah. So moving on. Uh, so they have their, their New York Times pick, but then they also have what they call, quote, also great picks. So uh, the next one up is the Renetto Original Canopy Chair. And um, their review says it's a cleverly designed specialty seat, is ideal for anyone who wants sun protection and doesn't mind a heavier, bulkier chair, uh, which if John is carrying our equipment, I really don't care. Rude. Um, Despite despite the Renetto's weight, though, our testers found it easy to carry and simple to set up and adjust. We discovered that even though most testers had not previously considered a shade-equipped camp chair, once they used one, they appreciated the comfort and convenience of built-in sun blocking. Which I think is really clever. Like, being in Texas, like, I, I was standing outside getting a coffee earlier today and I was standing in the sun and I lasted maybe 15 seconds before I was like I gotta find some shade so I love a canopy y'all and I don't mind paying a premium for it they're very proud of their patents yeah they should be it's not it's not a no-brainer to get a patent I mean I know Jake has several patents and all so like it can't be that hard but like you know it takes effort to get a patent sure yeah, I it has that. optional attachable side flaps. Like, mm, come it's kinda, on, it's interesting. I just, I feel like, I feel like I would look like a total dork. You would look like a dork, right? But you, like, you would be out of the hot sun, and you'd have this big mesh panel that goes like down the middle of your back and your backside, so you have proper ventilation, and you're not standing up all like gross and sweaty. Yeah, I, I think it's know. genius, and it comes with cup holders. And like a pouch for your, I don't know, whatever. Whatever the camping equivalent is your remote. Like, that's brilliant. Yeah. Sign me up for a canopy. And I have I have a lot of friends that are very conscious about their um, sun exposure. So like, this would be a really good solution for them. Okay. And it's like, what, it's 70 bucks? So. Yeah. It's fine. Um, the last one we're going to talk about, because like I said, uh, one of the five <laughs> was not available, and the other one was just absurd. Um, and this will appeal to a very specific set of our dozen, is the REI Co-op Camp Chair for Kids, which was also designated as, quote, also great. Okay. So um, there, I mean, just to preface this, I think it's no secret that kids are super tough on every single thing that they come in contact with. And... Um, Paying attention to durability when you talk about something that your kids are going to use, whether it's frequently or infrequently, like that's important. So I really appreciated the wire cutter review on this. That was a quote, cheap child sized chairs bought at big box stores are unlikely to last more than a summer or two. The fold-up REI co-op camp chair for kids uses more durable fabric and materials and has a stable design that resists toppling toddlers. Because doesn't, we all know that toddlers are the clumsiest creatures on the planet, second only to a drunk John. How um, dare you. Back to the review. You could buy this chair for a two-year-old and expect the child to outgrow it before it gives out, which 
you know, could be like a month or two, right? But like, I think based on the general size of this chair, like it's going to last your kids a couple summers at least. So I think it's genius. It's like 30 bucks at REI. Uh, if you're camping with kiddos, it seems like a pretty solid choice. Yeah, it seems pretty legit. I can dig yeah. it. Because like you need stuff to be a little more durable when you have like kids that are roughhousing. And like I... As a child, I didn't like to sit in chairs like a normal person. I like to like, you know, lay across them or climb on them or whatever. So like having a chair that can withstand some of that, I think it's really important if you've got kiddos. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So all in all, a pretty solid, I think, uh, submission from our dozen, the best camping chairs wire cutter review from the New York Times. Way to go. Yeah. Some good stuff. I can dig it. Definitely some good stuff. I like it. Good deal. So, John, should yes. I intro our next awesome camping find? Uh, please do. Yeah, I'm really excited about this one, Dozen, because I feel like it is multifaceted and could be genuinely helpful for those of you who are seeking a different camping experience. Because I very rarely will look at stuff that we talk about as a camping experience and think like, I need to do that. Like, or I, yeah. I need to have that experience in my life. And this one looks rad. So it's from uh, Spectrum News 1, which I would not have any familiar familiarity with if my parents didn't have Spectrum News and it didn't default to playing Spectrum News every time I turned on their TV. But it is profiling this camp, this camping site in Wisconsin that is on an animal sanctuary. And they're talking about how wonderful this experience is because people were camping at the sanctuary and having access to the rescued animals and waking up with like, I don't know, sweet little farm animals next to them, which is personally my dream. And I think they really buried the lead here, though, because what they're really talking about is this service called Hip Camp, which is like Airbnb for camping. Yeah. And you can find a camping site that's on private property, like that's available to you to use on private property. And the whole thing about it is that it connects campers to private landowners. So the site has actually opened up 1.7 million acres of private land. So um, to those who are looking for a unique outdoor experience. So like they initially started talking about this framing it like, oh, what a, what a cool experience. You can go camp on this animal sanctuary. But what they're really talking about is this uh, service that lets you find different camping experiences that you wouldn't have normally been able to find. And right. I think it, it ranges. I think, John, did they say that like you can have RV hookups, tree houses, yurts, or just like a place to put your tent? Yeah, it's um, it seems pretty varied. Uh, I've been looking at a couple of different listings, trying to get a full idea of it. Some of them are like existing like RV trailer parks and others are like actual like it's somebody's property type mm -hmm. deals. Um, and then other like weird things. I'm looking in my area. Um, one of them is Lafayette's only yoga van sanctuary. Ooh, what's that like? Well, it's a retired ambulance. Cool. <laughs> converted into a sleeper mm. in somebody's yard. Okay. 
Uh, and then there's is like, it cool or is it weird? I can't get a read on you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's writing a fine line. <laughs> yeah. So this I'm particular not... thing that they were profiling is uh, just outside of Green Bay, Wisconsin. Which, like, yeah, I don't want to go to Wisconsin either. But um, the camping site is twenty five dollars a night, and in this particular profile, they talked about how. When they woke up one of the nights, one of the goats had been going into labor. So, (laughs) like, they got to be present for the birth of some baby goats, which I would just freak out. And I don't know how goats compare to, like, cows or horses, but, like, to be present for the birth of a calf or, or like, a foal is kind of a big deal because those animals typically will, will hide. And, like, they don't really want you to, like, be there for it. So it's a really unique and special experience to be there when an animal who who tends to not want a lot of people around for that, um, when you get to be there for it. So I I think that's really rad. I would totally go stay in an animal sanctuary for that. Yeah. Especially for $25. I'm I'm just looking at, like, what's in my area and, Mm -hmm. like... There's like one or two that when it gets cooler, I might go check out, but it's, it's, it, it's pretty much looks like Airbnb for stuff that you couldn't get on Airbnb. Yeah. <laughs> That's I not mean, like sure. up to snuff for Airbnb. So it's kind of like, oh. but at the same time, it's like, it's some really unique things. Mm hmm. I don't know. I think it's worth pursuing more and like I think it's worth the experiment of of trying. Yeah, I to w- do I sometime. would be totally down to try some of this. And they had a really interesting quote um that that I found kind of relatable just because um having spent so much time on my late grandmother's property yeah. in Tennessee um from Lydia Davy who is the Hip Camp senior communications manager. She said, quote uh, they just want to share the cabin that they've built or the view of the stars or this little lake that their family has enjoyed for many years, end quote, um, which I I find really relatable because I think, you know, my brother and I, uh, I, I assume my mother as well, like when we think about my grandmother's property, we think about just how beautiful it is because she has just, you know, these rolling fields and, you know, there's a nice little pond and, you know, there are points where you can go and look out and uh, like at the stars and see things that we as city kids really never got to see. And like, I always really loved sharing that with somebody outside of our family, whether yeah. it was, you know, friends of mine from college or Houston, you know, when we got serious and he started becoming my family's hostage and going to stuff with us. So so to be able to share that, I think, with a broader group of people would be really something really incredible and something really special because it was always such a source of of comfort and awe for me as a child, as a young adult, as a grown-ass lady like I am now. So uh, I really appreciate this and relate to it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's neat. I can dig it. Yeah, so I thought that was a pretty good find. So if you guys are looking for it, it is Hip Camp. Um, and I think it's still pretty new-ish. Yeah, John? I've never... I mean, yeah, I have no idea how long Hip Camp has 
exists and maybe I can find out real quick. I'll check. Yeah, there. probably worth keeping an eye on to see what sites open up or like if you are going to take a trip somewhere, maybe you just want to have like, I don't know, a day or two of camping. I mean, yeah. we already talked about how Eddie Bauer will literally ship you a tent for True. really cheap. So um, it kind of just opens up all of these really cool options because I think if you know, my life went really sideways and I found myself anywhere near Green Bay, Wisconsin for any extended period of time. I would really want to go to this place yeah. and camp there. Um, so, appa- yeah. Apparently, the earliest version of Hate Camp existed in 2013. Cool. So, well, but, good for them. Yeah. Um, weird. Um, right? Oh, they have a bunch of job openings. Ooh. Take yeah, a look at that. Yeah. Um, so, that's, and a bunch of them are remote. I'll be like, hey, guys, I talked about you on our podcast yeah, that yeah, reaches dozens maybe, of people. Maybe, you know, kick me a, you know, you know. Yeah. Throw me some money. Hey. Um, which doesn't, we are not sponsored by anybody. So anytime you hear us talking about products or services of any kind, um, yeah, we don't get any compensation for that. So. Yet. <laughs> we'll let you know. Uh, if you know a guy, let us know. But anyway... <laughs> That is my camping find for the week. That's pretty cool. I can dig it. Oh, there's a motel. Well, that's here. not camping. It's not camping. Nope. Weird. Huh. Okay. Anyways. Anyway, <laughs> just briefly dozen to uh, wrap up this episode. <laughs> um, I found some pretty great bear news. And you might have seen it too because I think... Bear news! Home. Bear news! Boop do! You feel good about that? I told you that's what we got till till somebody gives us something better. Fair enough. This went a little bit viral last week. Maybe Mm. you saw it, maybe you didn't, but it is, uh, it's so good. (laughs) It's this video of um, this group hiking along, and let me pull this up so I can get you guys the exact location. Um, literally in, a, in Alaska because everything ridiculous happens in Alaska mm-hmm. or Florida. But a large Alaskan grizzly uh, basically just walked past this this group of travelers. Oh, yeah. And, Did, who like, put this link up? I put the link up. Okay. I saw it, though. Okay. Yeah. So it's an article. The article that I'm, I'm referring to is from a CBS station, KLEU. Which I assume is in Alaska. Who knows? But um, this video, I think, has circulated across Reddit, TikTok, Facebook, all the things. So I'm sure you've seen it. Um, but this bear is like literally walking across a, a gravel path. And, you know, it's clearly breathing hard. And, you know, when they interviewed the the guy who's actually talking in it which is the pilot that brought this group to this specific place and was guiding them through right. it uh, the bear had some scars on its face like it had been in a fight recently um but it walks past this group on this gravel trail and gets to like this fork in the trail where there is a sign that has has a picture of a bear on it and it looks at the sign which is maybe like, I don't know, 10, 12 feet beyond the group it's past that's filming. It looks at the sign, takes a beat, and then just doesn't about face and walks back the way it came. Like, yeah. oh man, I don't want to go this way. Or like, oh, I've been going the wrong direction. I got to turn around and do something. Like, we've all been there. 
But so all of the travels are kind of all the travelers are kind of freaking out a little bit while this is happening because it's a gigantic bear, right? That you've been taught to fear, and the pilot is is standing on the side of the road, out of the bear's way, but still very close to it. And he's just saying, he's just calmly repeating, hey, big boy, like, hey, big boy. <laughs> and just keeping his cool and keeping everybody else calm. Did did he declare himself as a person and non-edible? So here's where the article addresses that. So they say, <laughs> bear experts said the small group in Alaska's Oh, gosh. Katmai, Katmai National Park. I'm sorry, y'all. I butchered that. On Wednesday, followed the U.S. National Park Service's protocols. Uh, namely, they did not scream or run. One man in the group spoke calmly to the bear, trying to assure it they meant no harm. Which doesn't, you may recall, this follows the advice of the Florida park rangers when they said, identify yourself, speak calmly to the bear, but make sure it knows that you are not prey. And I kept waiting for him to say something other than like, hey, big boy, like, <laughs> yeah. like, hello, good sir. We are not prey for you. Yeah. Like, we will not be delicious, <laughs> you know. But like, he just calmly and, you know, very assuredly says, hey, big boy, like, I'm not being aggressive with you. I'm just being chill. Like, you be chill too. We'll all be cool. Um, and it's It's just... Amazing, because you and I have been making fun of that advice for the last several weeks, right? But here's a guy actually kind of doing it, and yeah. it works. Like, the bear just kind of... There might barely, actually be some merit to this. Yeah, like, the bear just kind of, like, you know, looks at them, obviously, as it's walking by, like, what are you guys doing here? Like, I'm just doing my thing. And then he stops at the sign, looks at it, he's like, oh, damn it. And then turns around <laughs> yeah. and just goes the other way. So I... I am just amazed, right, that, like, the advice is not based on just silliness, right? It's it's clearly very real because right. the bear was like, yeah, all right. I'm just, I'm not going to mess with you guys today. I don't have the time. Just, I'm fine. Bye. Yeah. Silly bears. I know. It's genius. But, um, <laughs> but what I thought was funny is that one of the passenger, one of the, tourist that the the captain had been touring around was like yeah he said he walked that trail like a thousand times he's never seen anything like this you know if i saw that i would poop my pants i'm sure you would yeah i no doubt would be like equal parts scared and giddy yeah i you just because i'd be like oh my god you guys this is a bear this is amazing like yeah. i love bears and i just want to love on this bear but i know i can't but i'm gonna just be over here like trying to contain myself i would yeah i would just yep i'd be pooping my pants yeah it's that marine training <clears throat> keeping you cool when in doubt poop your pants what if the bear had a box of crayons that whole meme was after my time so i don't really don't care what if it had a box of crayons and a coloring book it probably fucking it got into the garbage, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> or like a book of word searches. I mean, it's a, it's a well-searched beer. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so that is your happy bear news for the week. I love bear news; it's my favorite. <laughs> I just bear news. I just have to- bear news. 
Boop doo. I just hope that bear's okay since they were like he clearly was in a fight before he got here. Poor baby. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know. It happens in the wild. I know. I just feel bad. I just want to protect them all. Yeah, I hear you. All right. Well, that's all I got for you this week, John. All What's right, up? Fine. Be that way. I okay. I feel I'm like I found saying. some really good content. No, for this it's episode. good stuff. It's good, good stuff. Like... Good, good bear news. We learned about a whole <laughs> new um, bootleg Airbnb service. So there's that. Okay. <laughs> I think it's better than bootleg. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. It just serves a different crowd. I I want to be there with with rescued goats and other farm animals yeah that is pretty cool i like that part i can dig Just that it's creepy in louisiana it doesn't mean it's creepy everywhere right yeah so yeah all right john do your call to action which i have questions about oh uh, well we already talked about that one that just hasn't been updated Oh, I was like, this is the second time you talked about Patreon, yeah, and now I'm like worried that you've actually started a Patreon, and like, I feel like that comes with tax forms, <laughs> <laughs> which I don't want to do. Yeah, so. maybe so. Um, yeah, I mean, just uh, keep sharing stuff with your friends and family. Um, next time you're on a car long car ride with somebody, you know, put one of our episodes on, and uh, hopefully you'll have somebody converted for us. And, uh, Which, like, shout out to Susu. She has definitely told several people about this. And Houston has, too. <laughs> like, he's like, yeah, my, my wife has a podcast. And Susan's like, yeah, and he's got a podcast. You should listen to it. And, like, mm. told her told her buddies that are, like, also wine enthusiasts. And they've even Ooh. made their own wine. And damn good wine, if wow. I do say so. Um and she's like, yeah, you guys should listen to it. And I'm like, yeah, you definitely should. You should listen. <laughs> yeah, you, you should. I mean, yeah, you should listen to it. It's absurd and it's fun. And, um, you know, we try not to have news that drags anybody down. So, And shout out to Tori who got to listen to us during a dentist appointment and said that it actually helped her. Oh, yeah. That, You're welcome, Tori. Which, like, I think is a really sweet thing to to say to us, right? Like, yeah. we all have coping mechanisms for when we're in an uncomfortable situation. And to be and who knew a source of comfort for somebody. Voices. Yeah, to be a source of comfort for somebody there, um, I really appreciate that. And I also kind of secretly hope that your dentist and their assistant listen to some really inappropriate comments from John because <laughs> that's just funny. Oh, okay, Miss Sailor Mouth. How dare you? Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, thank you so much, Justin. You guys are just such cool. an amazing source of inspiration and positivity for us every single week, and we love yeah. you. Yeah, y'all are pretty rad. I appreciate Wait, John, you. Is next week our, our 50th episode? The next episode will be our 50th episode. <gasps> Get excited. Oh, my God. We have nothing planned. You don't have anything planned. I have a thing or two planned. Okay. We'll see. Mm-hmm. All right. You ready to wrap this up? Yeah. Sing your song. All right. Here we go. Bam, bam, down, bam, down, bam, down, bam, down. Do I? It was only twice. Bam, down, bam, down. Keep it campy. Bye. <laughs> Good job, buddy. <laughs>